Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The most fun we in the morning. Just another day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church, Dallas, Texas, Pastor Frederick Douglas Haynes. Pastor Haynes, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky Smiley, bro. I hope you have a marvelous beginning of your day. You know I love you. I pray for you. And I thank God for you and the Ricky Smiley Morning Show team, as well as our family. Ricky, today, I love our song today. Our song talks about brighter day. Oh, my God. Martin Luther King Jr., Ricky, often talked about life being a long and desolate corridor with no exit signs. Every now and then we find ourselves going through dark seasons of difficulty. I don't know about you, but there are some days with all of the nightmarish notifications and all of the negative news, life just gets so heavy. It weighs me down to the point I feel like I can't go on. I get discouraged. But Ricky, the song of the day is brighter day, brighter day. Isn't it good to know that a brighter day is coming? Because the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning. I love that right there. A brighter day is coming. Let you know that you can hold on to hope as you are going through what you are going through because you're going to get to something that's a whole lot better. A brighter day is coming because all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to God's purposes, you've got to know that God is up to something even when life is weighing you down, dragging you down, getting you down. Hold your head up. Keep looking up, knowing that a brighter day is coming because God is up to something. But also, a brighter day is coming gives you peace of mind in the midst of the problematic pain you find yourself up against and going through. So I don't want anybody to give up. I want you to keep looking up. I I want you to keep moving forward, knowing that a brighter day is coming. God bless you. Have a blessed and amazing day because, y'all, a brighter day is on the way. There it is, Pastor Haynes, man, the senior pastor of Friendship West Missionary Baptist Church. Let's get into this music. Love you, Pastor Haynes. Yes, Love you, Richie. Have a great one. Yes, sir. You too. Let's go. News headlines. Entertainment. Show. We got your front page right here, sitting in from real this morning. We got the one and only comedian extraordinaire, Rita Brent. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Here are the front page headlines. Good news. About 153,000 people who owe money on their student loans got an email yesterday saying the debt was canceled. President Joe Biden said loans were canceled for people who have been paying their loans off for at least 10 years and had borrowed 12000 or less. They also had signed up for the SAVE program, which allows people with student debt to modify their repayment schedules to meet their incomes. And this is just the first round of loan forgiveness, the message from the White House said. So I think this is a good thing. Do you think Absolutely. this is a political move or... No, I don't think it's political. I think he's been trying to do that. He's been trying to pass a big one, but the Supreme Court uh, shot it down. So, but uh, he is definitely trying to help people. 
Yeah, because I, I also was up for forgiveness and a judge blocked it. So it's good to see that people are still getting it. All right. A United Airlines flight from Newark, New Jersey to Los Angeles was diverted to Chicago on Wednesday morning due to a potential security concern. Several passengers on board flight 1533 said the security concern was a bomb threat written in one of the plane's bathrooms. But authorities did not immediately confirm the nature of the threat. So they had a bomb sniffing canine dog to come on and sniff one suspicious bag and a robot was deployed to move it away. The police did question the passenger passenger who checked that bag, but the FBI did not immediately confirm the contents. Now, Ricky, I must say I have dropped a bomb in a plane bathroom as well, but I'm glad everybody is all right. Mm. <laughs> 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 all right, I'm Rita Brady. Those are your headlines this morning. Rock T, what you got? <laughs> all right, dog. Some right. So we already know the college football playoffs. It will be expanded to 12 teams next year. Uh, but they already, Rick, having discussion of a possible 14-team playoff in 2026. Now, personally, I don't think that that's going to happen that soon. They still got to work out the kinks for this first expansion. But they're having a conversation. Stay tuned. We're going to see what happens. Your former head coach, Alabama, Coach Nick Saban, we know he recently retired. But he wants to remain a strategic voice in college football, meaning he wants to help bring some reform, uniformity, and common sense back to the game and clean up some of the chaos surrounding the sports. Now, when I hear this, to me, sound like he's talking about the transfer portal, NIL deals, yep. and all this stuff that's going on. I like the transfer. I don't like. I like the NIL situation. Let's start there. And I don't want to get into it too deep because we ain't got a whole bunch of time. We can break this down later on. But I like when the players have an opportunity to make money and generate income off of their name, image, and likeness. So, Nick Saban, if this is what you're talking about, man, we're going to have to have some discussions about it. All right? That's my quick uh, sports report right there. Brad got the hot spot coming up next. What's up there, Brigitte Tack? What up, Rock T? Coming up next in the hot spot, Diddy is denying allegations. I'm going to tell you what they are up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show celebrates Black History Month with history makers of today. Nia DaCosta is an American film director, screenwriter, and producer. DaCosta was the first black woman to direct a Marvel film, Captain Marvel. She also became the first black female director to debut at number one at the U.S. box office for the movie Candyman. For more details, log on to rickysmileymorningshow.com. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and yeah, hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B R A T. All right, Rick, it's about the morning show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Sean Diddy Combs filed new court documents this week in which he denied taking part in the gang rape of a 17-year-old girl nearly 20 years ago at a New York recording studio. The woman identified as Jane Doe alleges that Combs was one of the three men who took turns raping her. But the response that his attorney filed this week uh, in the Southern District of New York insists that the hip-hop mogul never participated in, witnessed, or was, or is presently aware of any misconduct, sexual or otherwise, relating to the woman in any circumstance 
evidence whatsoever. The filing also questions the context, genuineness, and or accuracy of photos included in the lawsuit that allegedly showed the victim sitting on Diddy's lap in the recording studio on the night in question. Diddy's lawyers also added that the plaintiff's decision to wait more than two decades to file her complaint has prejudiced, has prejudiced uh, the defendant as he has lost the ability to defend himself fully and fairly. Diddy's team also argued that the lawsuit should be barred due to the Victims of Gender Motivated Violence Act. Wow, that is a lot. It sure is. My goodness. Any comments, team? Any? Yeah. Everybody well, I, I, don't know, I don't know what to say about it, but uh, I just hate all this stuff. I just yeah. hate it. Yeah, I, I do too, because dang, like, ugh. All right, moving on, y'all. Jimmy Kimmel said uh, that last that it's almost time to exit his ABC show. Uh, the Jimmy Kimmel Live show could be ending sometime soon. The talk series first debuted in January of 2003 with George Clooney as his first guest ever. Kimmel said, it's hard to yearn for it when you're doing it. Wednesday night, I was very tired and I had all these scripts to go through. I had to revise and rewrite all these pitch ideas for the Oscars and I was literally nodding off onto my computer. He added, I think this is my final contract. Uh, Kimmel is hosting the 2024 Oscars for the fourth time. So... What you say, Gary? You no, I was gonna ask Ricky. Now, Ricky, would you like to do something like that? Uh, host a night show like Jimmy Kimmel's show? Uh, yeah, as long as I can, you know, wake up and do the morning show. If they tape that, uh, cause they in LA, if they tape it at five or six o'clock in the afternoon, I can go to bed and wake up and do the morning show. Yeah. I would love to do something like that. Yeah, that and, would be a lot of fun. I would just do those two things, and that would be it. Enough. And, and secondly, it's amazing how these guys get these big time shows, and they get to walk away from them. Yeah, black folks don't even have a show, and they get to walk away from this show like it's nothing. Oh, I'm tired. I mean, he's been doing it for what? I don't give a damn. He's been years? doing it since Jesus walked the earth. He's still. I still say. What do you mean he that, gets to walk he away? Made a whole, I mean, he made a whole lot of money. He may want to do something else with his life now. Well, yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. My whole point is, black folks don't even get the opportunity to get a show. Arsenio Hall had a show. He had. That's past tense. Let's talk about. Chris now. Spencer had a show. Jennifer Hudson had, got a show. Had. had. They ain't had no damn she talk show like it. Jimmy Kimmel got and making all the money that man made, and they get to just retire. What about Sherry? She just got a show. A lot of people got shows. She, no, no, no. Y'all mean that? He had just got a show. Yeah, no, y'all not understand what I'm okay, saying. Go ahead. I know. I know you're saying, saying, you're saying just have a show and got everything. You just get to walk away from yes. it on his terms. Yes. And then when the black folks do their show, it be on somebody else's terms. Thank you. Oh, I'm doing what you're saying. Thank you. Thank you. All but right, I, y'all. We're going we gonna to wrap up the hot spot on our terms. <laughs> oh, my God. Coming up next, y'all, we got the news you absolutely positively cannot use with Special K. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Be you liar. I believe him, yo. I don't know why, but I do. Ricky Smiley Morning Show Special K got news you positively absolutely cannot use. What up, K? Yeah, what up, Rick? Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, everybody listening in Tallahassee, man. I'll be down there Sunday night. Y'all come on out, check your boy out, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fantastic stand up, not that anybody was, but hey. Uh, but somebody told me yesterday that your uh, your uh, thing on Kevin Hart, I think on Kevin Hart's platform was hilarious. Yeah, um, uh, uh, bu- 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 laugh out loud. That's on. That's yeah, on, was, on Tubi right now. Yeah, I was I was getting text messages about that. But I said, go dog. Yeah, man. <laughs> outfit was the outfit was ugly, but it was funny. Yeah. You can also check out <laughs> one of my sets on um uh, on on YouTube on uh, Chocolate Sundays, man. Just pull up Chocolate Sunday Special K when I was at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Let's but anyway, go. um. Ladies, I need y'all to listen up. Uh, what does your man's cell phone carrier say about his level of cheating potential? 
Yeah, I did the research. <laughs> and yeah, I did the research and uh, we came up with some actual statistical uh, data here. Uh, so, Super Dave, could you give me some appropriate uh, music, please? Thank you. Now, if he has Verizon, okay? If he has Verizon, he's paying a lot for his plan every month because he's pulling in that real paper. Uh, he got a real good credit score, probably 680 or above. He can afford to fly chicks out of town with him, and he probably have them on actual premium airlines, not just Spirit and Frontier. Right. So, ladies, yeah. Now, if he has AT&T, again, he has really good credit, 720 and above, and is responsible. So he's probably cheating with a chick that works for him, and he pays her bill as well since it's in his business name, and it don't never show up in his personal mail. <laughs> now, if your man is a T-Mobile slash used to be Sprint uh, uh, customer, this is a guy that's probably on his way up in life. He's making decent money, but his credit is still bad from when he got jammed up during the pandemic. So he probably got at least at least he got a nice phone though. He got an iPhone 14 or a Samsung Galaxy 24, which both take real good pictures and videos. So he probably got that Vault app on his phone with all his dirt on there. <laughs> ladies, ladies, if your man is a Mint Mobile customer, this is for the man that's a low level opportunity cheater. Okay. <laughs> That means that he ain't a cheater by nature, but he probably works in fast food or low-end retail, like Dollar General or Family Dollar. So if one of his co-workers, yeah, that's, that's what it is. So if one of his co-workers tell him that he's cute and want to let him smash in the bathroom at the, at the store, he's probably going to do it. Uh, it's phone, yeah. mm-hmm. They got a little bathroom in the back because this phone don't have no FaceTime capability, so he ain't got to worry about you calling him and getting him caught. Right. Metro PCS. Now, you know, if your man got Metro PCS, he got a chick that he's using because she do stuff for him, like put her put his phone in her name. So he's probably smashing her as well. Now, if he while he was doing a bid in the pen, because that's, yeah, that straight top phone, that's the phone that you get when your auntie or your grandmama get it for you when you get out. Um, now, this man might be cheating with one of the chicks that work at the probation office. That's how he get out of doing that drug test every month. Everybody who done did time know what I'm talking about with them well, probation I feel like you telling the truth, don't you? I'm telling lying. nothing but the truth. Now, Cricket Wireless. Now, you know if he got Cricket, he's sneaky. He's sneaky because he got a plan that don't get that don't require a contract. He's trying to stay off. <laughs> no commitment. Also, same for Boost Mobile. He's stepping out on you, but he ain't going to spend no money on his side piece because he's on a tight budget. <laughs> and Consumer Cellular, finally. Consumer Man, Cellular. On, I ain't even heard of that. Consumer <laughs> Cellular, he's an old dude. He's over 65. And he's and he probably not cheating per se, but he will go spend time with another woman on her porch or go to her apartment at the senior living center. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Today's date in black history, February 22nd. The year was 1826, and we recognized a slave that lived near Fitzgerald, Georgia, identified as Humphrey Willis. Nickname was Hump. He was known to be popular among his fellow slaves as having a rambunctious personality and the uncanny ability to make others find laughter in an otherwise dreary existence. Hump was so witty he even won over the white family that owned the plantation 
so much to the point that the evil master would invite friends over and Hump would gather other slave families every Friday night in the barnyard quarters. He even erected a small platform to stand on while telling hilarious stories of things that happened in the field that week. The gatherings became so popular that slaves from other plantations would sneak over and Hump would allow some of the brave ones to step up and tell their humorous stories as well. The laughter from the barn would be so out of control that the white overseers and black slaves together would literally be running around the barn with raucous applause and laughing, thus creating the first variation of what some 177 years later came to be called Deaf Comedy Jam. Today in Black Brought to you by. Brought to you by PG Olay Body. Smooth skin starts with Olay Hyaluronic Body Wash. Try Olay Body Wash with Hyaluronic and Powerful Complex of Vitamin B3. See the difference with Olay. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Damon Dash, baby, this boy, he's, he came back, y'all, and he is speaking out now. He revealed, y'all, that he once was asked to produce Snoop Dogg's movie, Soul Plane. He said, but he turned it down. He said, Soul Plane starred the West Coast rapper and Kevin Hart earlier on in his career. He said, quote, they had asked me to produce Soul Plane, and I got a because, honey, I don't like white people making money off of making fun of us, he said to um, a guy by the name of Math Hoffer. Now, Math replied, I could never feel comfortable sitting in a movie theater watching people laugh at us. And then he went on to say that um, he went off on Kevin Hardwick, which he said, I hope Kevin Hart don't file a multi-million dollar lawsuit against him. He said that he helped discover Kevin Hart and that Kevin Hart refuses to support him publicly, honey. He said, anyone who interviews Kevin, and he'll say it. He said, they ain't putting me in my first movie and asking, why won't you um post some mess about him? He said, I wouldn't braid another man's hair on a damn billboard. He said, I don't care if it's Will Ferrell. He said, he has done things that I don't raise him to do, but he has a different kind of comedy. He said, but I'm not judging him. He said, I'm just saying, honey, report this. He said, he said, um, I was never mad at him for doing anything he's done that I wouldn't do. And I'm not mad at him now. He said, but it would be nice, honey, if anyone of you, who oh Lord, guys, honey, he's saying the word up, honey, um, um, post and talk about that, unquote. So okay, Kevin so- Hart should speak about this guy if he helped him. So if you ain't judging, then why are you talking about it like that? And why are you saying you wouldn't, I wouldn't pose on a billboard braiding another man's head. It was a movie poster for a comedy movie. I mean, come on, y'all, please. Yeah, but I mean, if Kevin, I mean, if he helped Kevin Hart and stuff, and I mean, you know, him and Jay Z was once business partners too, and I don't know what happened to well, that. Well, Kevin but- was in the first movie that he did, Paper Soldier, which was actually a really funny movie. He yeah. was in that first movie that uh, Dame and, and Jay Z did, but 
I mean, what does he want from him? Well, maybe he just wanted to acknowledge the, This is the thing. You know, Damon Dash doesn't have as much money now like he once had, like Kevin Hart does. That ain't on Kevin. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can still break him off some money help him Why? out. Because he helped him. Okay. Well, well, Man. that ain't that's that sure ain't gonna get it by talking yeah. about him like that. Exactly. Yeah. Because well. you low you low key trying to dis dis the man, saying what you wouldn't do. Okay. Well, ain't nobody asked you to do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, feel, I feel so bad for Damon Dash, honey, because he was once a big rich time rich guy, honey. He had a beautiful wife, Rachel Ray, Roy, and she left him, honey, and put all the child support on him and stuff. Jay Z um turned him around and did him like a dog, honey, allegedly. And now, honey, Ooh. you know. So it, it's just a sad situation. So we got to keep him lifted up in prayer. They say you have to help your brother, lift your brother up when he's down. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Hart got his out the mud the same way a lot of other folks did. So he don't owe nobody nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. In other celebrity news, y'all, <laughs> Kelly Rowland, baby. Okay, we ain't talking about this no more. This is it. Honey, the damn dressing room thing now. She's speaking out again about the dressing room. People saying, honey, Kelly, okay, girl, you did what you had to do. You had to walk away. But here's what Kelly said what went down. Are you going to have new music, by the way? I am. I'm working on new music. Tell me about that. That's all I can tell you is that I'm oh, working on new music. Okay. <laughs> all right. I like it. I'll take it. What do you think about your friend, Beyonce? She's like your sister. You of guys course. literally grew up together. She's stepping into country. So proud of were, her. I know, but were you surprised? And what do you think about it? I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. She, it's incredible. Yes. Savannah Guthrie was just asking questions about um, Beyonce. They're saying on today, I was told that the, 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 the Today Show doesn't go by the rules. You know, and celebrities say, we don't talk about that. Don't talk about this. We can't talk about that right now. But on the Today Show, they talk about whatever they want to talk about because you're on their show. And, honey, she kept asking questions about Beyonce. And they're saying Kelly just initially she got upset about it. And she decided to walk away. That's why she allegedly left the Today Show because she got tired of hearing questions about Beyonce when she was there to talk about her movie. And Savannah just, you know, just wanted to know about her doing country and whatever. So it wasn't the dressing room? No, it wasn't the dressing room. Oh, wow. It was really, honey, about the um, the questions and stuff, you know. Do y'all feel that way? I mean, if somebody asks y'all a question about um, y'all career or your colleagues or whatever, is it hard to answer the question? But but if you, you come in on the show to talk about the album, then let's get questions around the album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. What you know, don't nobody want to be up under, like, you know, somebody else's umbrella all the time and being asked questions about Beyonce. She ha- She's our own individual. She's not a member. She'll always be a member of Destiny's Child, but she's promoting a Kelly Rowland album. You know, if she came on this show, I'm not going to ask her anything about Beyonce. I'm not. And that's what we said, too. We said, on this show, you don't, honey, we ain't going to ask you no questions. If you don't want us to ask, we're not going to ask yeah, you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not you know? for the controversy. I just want to do a good interview, make the artist feel comfortable. And, uh, you know, and then you create friends and have long-lasting relationships behind that. But everybody want to go for the controversy. Rita, what are your thoughts? Well, I, like, like you said, if I'm there to promote a movie or an album, please just stick to that. Because it's hard enough for people like Kelly Rowland and Michelle to break away from Beyonce's shadow. So as a journalist or an interviewer, I would make sure that I'm highlighting what she has going on now so she can just be independent and yeah, thrive but, on her own. Yeah, but they said nobody would have known Kelly had it not been for Beyonce. So that's why they was asking her, you know, this is what her, Say what what? her teammate was doing. Yeah. So that's what Kelly, they did. Kelly has songs and stuff? <laughs> yeah, what but, you uh, mean? <laughs> that's his child, baby. Brett, you ever All been right. in a situation like that, got interviewed? And, yeah. And they, and they was just on the wrong question and the vibe was just off? 
Yeah, and you, it make you feel dry, and it make you not want to answer more of their questions because you really want to cuss them out, but you can't because people are paying attention and watching. So you got to mm-hmm. just kind of go with the flow, and then when they <clears throat> when they finish, you got to leave. Right. Yeah, but she brought more attention though when she walked away. Though she should have just stayed there and just no. stayed there. She, <laughs> she got some more legs to walk away with. She got yeah, something she, strong. She, when she do walk with her walk off is nice. And the her, color, walk, her walk up is nice. <laughs> the color of the day, Ricky, is one of my favorite colors. And Beyonce wore this color to her um debut of Don't talk about Beyonce. Oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The color of the day is alabaster. <laughs> on the high end you say alabaster and on the low end just say white. That's your color for the alphabet. I'm tired. That fast. You went right back to Beyonce. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sure Y'all, she is too. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> JJ from Atlanta, Georgia. I just want to say good morning to all my truck drivers. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I'm Octivia. I'm calling from Gainesville, Florida, and I want to wake up my kids. Ray, Ernest, Tori, Cherry, and Bree. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Good morning. This is Melissa calling from Washington, D.C. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Get them butts up out of bed. Wake up this morning. Wake up. Hey. Listening on your radio. Radio. Gang of City tuned in. Hey. What's yours? Because we going to let them know. Let them know. Hey. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. All right, y'all, bottom of the hour, Rick's about the morning show. And listen, man, uh, we got a DM from a young man in Houston, uh, H-Town. He's concerned about dating somebody um, a bit younger than him who claims uh, who he claims is a mama's... Wait a minute, hold on. Let me back up. That's it. This morning, we got a voice DM from a young man in Houston. He's concerned about dating somebody a bit younger than him who claims... Uh, oh, okay, who claims... Wait a minute, who he claims is a mama's... Boy. Did y'all get that, Brett? Yeah, we yeah. got it. Okay, all right, uh, here's the audio. My name is DeMarco, and I'm 34... And I need some help. So I recently I've been dating this. Well, not really dating, but been talking to this dude. He's a little bit younger than me. He's like 26. Things are going good, but I think the problem is he he's just too much of a mama's boy. And I think it kind of like interferes. And I really honestly think that his moms don't know that he's in the in the space that he in. And by the way, we're men. And I know he likes me, and I like him too, but. My concern is, it's just he, he always talking to his mama, his mama this and his mama that, and every time he just got off the phone with her, he's on the phone with her. It's like, it really irks me. So, do, do y'all think I'm tripping? I just need some help. 
Mm. They pull up. I remember uh, Mama by Shirley Caesar. We're gonna play that in the background. I mean, I think it's good that his friend is close to his mom. I think it's, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with that. Unless it interferes. But he said he he don't think his mama knows that he's a you know part of the game. But uh, they probably need to let her know. Like Gary, I think most moms would know. Okay, they know. Like Gary, don't you think most moms know? Well, yeah, they know. Most daddies know, too. Yeah. I mean, you don't know so. whether he's pitching the kitchen, but you know he's in the game. Oh, but I don't know what's the problem. I, well, apparently he said the the guy is too much of a mama's boy that yeah. he's always talking to his mama. He needs to talk to his mama just that to he's, be um, he's cautious. He's on the phone with her. He's just got off the phone they with let her. Know you guys. Maybe that interferes with, yeah. you know, their interactions. Maybe he makes him fit. And he had I don't think he him and his mom. Like, I think if he introduced him to his mama, mm-hmm. then maybe they could bond. And, you know. Well, maybe his mama keep him, honey. uh, uh, uh. Make sure that he not catch. Oh, like, don't you think he should maybe introduce him to his mom? Well, he could introduce him to his mom. It doesn't matter, but honey, his mama probably protecting him because he probably a shyster queen and want to probably destroy that little boy. So that's probably why he talked to his mom and get consultation from her. I can consult with her, let her know what's going on with him, so he, he won't be. So you think the younger boy, the younger guy, might hold be- on, hold on, everybody that missed it. Here's a clip again. What do you say? Huh? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, okay, I just need to, I just wanted to get y'all opinion on that. Uh, Brett, what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you think the age difference might be the issue that he, I think y'all he might crazy. be apprehensive yeah. about introducing an older guy <laughs> to crazy. his mom? Yeah. Because it yeah, sounds like they got really the beginning of a mom. nice relationship. Yeah, I talk to my mom every day. Yeah. yeah. But so. my mom knows who people are in my life. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Yeah, I talk to my mom every day, too. All right. Uh, Y'all crazy. <laughs> we want to get your, want to get your thoughts. 866-9-RICKY-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. Uh, do we have any calls? All right, y'all, y'all, y'all hit us up. Uh, Gary and... Hmm? <laughs> now, all the queens that's, that's, uh, that's your age and older, they don't just come out. They, they kind of go as roommates. Well, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, they did. They, they went as roommates now, but now we're in a different day and time now. So, honey, the, the girls are totally different, honey. They like this is my piece, honey, and this is it. Yeah, I think the age difference is the thing that's throwing them off. I think you don't want to introduce his because the youngsters, the millennials now, they kind of more, you know, but more hip, and they kind of, you know, play it out like, you know, this is my friend well, or whatever. Well, there ain't nothing wrong with being a mama's boy. As long as you don't allow your mama to mess up your relationship or have too much involvement in your relationship because at some point you have to be your own man, you know, and your own woman. There's a lot of women that I hear that that are mama's girls or whatever, you know. uh, Got your mama all in the middle of your relationship. Got your mama texting your boyfriend or whatever y'all go through or whatever. And uh, that's why a lot of them end up single like their mama. Uh-huh. And then too, it depends on the background too that you grew up in. One of the guys, the, the one guy that's so concerned about him talking to his, the other friend talking to his mama so much, probably didn't grow up in the same um, household like the other guy is because one of them mama probably know about his lifestyle and the other one doesn't. So the one that's concerned about him talking, the guy talking to his mom, mama might not know about him and he's upset with that other guy because his mama knows about it and he has a more open relationship with his mama and that bothers him. So you know, so, so he, he don't want to talk to his mama. him as the boyfriend, like your no, mom, no. my boyfriend. Okay, no, say mama, this is Leroy. 
Oh. <laughs> what if his name isn't Leroy? Well, mama, whoever, here's Justin. So, so slavish. <laughs> All right, let us know what you think. Uh, by headed over to Ricky Smile the Morning Show on Instagram page or drop a comment. Uh, if you have an issue, hit us up in the DM. Y'all hit us up. Uh, coming up, y'all lying sound has the chicken and waffle mix. Up next, Ricky Smile the Morning Show. Where you at, Black Tony? What, still at the house, Shannon? I'm still at the house. I'm trying Not to get coming. up out of here. You gonna make it? No, I'm, no, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm sorry, I'm coming. Like, I don't look like... Bro, we halfway uh, through the no. show. We've been on since five. Cuz, I know, cuz, I know that I, uh, I'm coming. supposed to be at 430. Cuz, I'm coming. I'm trying I'm trying to tell you what, what I'm trying to beat up. I'm trying to beat up. Car running. Black Tony, repeat, repeat this out to me. Repeat out to me. Repeat out to me. I'm on my repeat way. Repeat out to me. An excuse. And it, and it's building bridges. Building bridges. To nowhere. To nowhere. Creating monuments. Creating monuments. Of nothingness. Of nothingness. You hear that? Creating monuments. You hear that? Creating monuments. Of nothingness. Of nothingness. <laughs> Tools. Tools. Used. Used. By the incompetent. By the incompetent. I didn't mean nothing until you did it, Black Tony. <laughs> you feel that? You feel that? <laughs> you, you feel that, Black Tony? You feel that, Black Tony? <laughs> you told him to repeat after you, dog. Black Tony. Black Tony. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. Repeat after me. Repeat after me, sir. An excuse. And excuse. It's building bridges. It's building bridges. To nowhere. To nowhere. Creating monuments. Creating monuments. Of nothingness. Of nothingness. Tools. Tools. Used. Used. By the incompetent. By the incompetent. Brother, let that thing, let that stick with you, man. Brother, let that thing stick with you, man. Stop making excuses, man. Stop Get up. excuses, man. Come to work like everybody yeah, else. Come to work like man, everybody don't do else. man, don't do that. Man, don't do that. No, I'm saying don't do don't what do you're that. doing. I'm saying don't do what you're doing. Which by not coming to work. Which by not Bruh. coming to work. Bruh. Black Tony, listen. Black Tony, listen. Hey. Hey. Stop. Stop repeating what I'm saying. I'm trying to talk to you. what I'm trying to talk to you. Hello. Hello. Just go to commercial, man. Just Hello. go to commercial. Go and take Black it Tony. Talk. Black Tony. See, you, 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 what you trying you, to you, do. You, 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 what you trying hey, to do. Hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that, man. <laughs> Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. On this day in black history, the year was 1897 in Baltimore, Maryland. An African-American dock worker named Herman Butler was accused of stealing a pair of boots from a white longshoreman. The white man was furious and pulled out an eight-shot revolver and started shooting directly at Herman's feet while he was standing on the wooden dock, causing Herman to jump back and forth rapidly to avoid being shot. <laughs> the sound of his boots on the wooden planks sounded musical, and this is believed to be the origin of what later became known as tap dance. <laughs> Today in Black History. I thought you were going to say a step shot going to run out of here. Uh, <laughs> if you were to say it, if you were to say it, an Alpha Phi Alpha step show. 
Because it sounds like when he starts shooting, the, the way they, he moved his feet like the alphas be doing. You know, Rita, when the alphas be doing their steps. <laughs> yes, the little snake. Maybe <laughs> yeah. lifting that leg high. Yeah, if you would have, or if you would have said alpha by alpha step, shot. He would have shouted out, oh, six. <laughs> yeah, you know what you should have said? You should have said, you should have said, you should have you said, said back in 1905. <laughs> you should have said. chapter of alpha. Right. Got a, oh, and then, and then, the, and then the, fo- the following year, 1906. <laughs> Alpha Phi Alpha was found. <laughs> Man, if you would have if you would have said it like that, bro, I would have I would have had to lead them on the show. I would, I would, they would have had to take me out. <laughs> Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the club of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody talking about it. They're saying y'all forget reality TV. They said because of recent. 50-part video series on TikTok, y'all, has views locked in, y'all, on a first-hand account, y'all, with a woman who claimed, Ricky, that she married and divorced a pathological liar, y'all, and people are talking about her. Her name is Risa Tisa, y'all, and they say, baby, she got millions of followers, honey. They say she already was a content creator, and she's putting out there, y'all, she launched um the thing right who the hell, but she said, who the F, honey, did, honey, I marry. And baby, they're talking about this girl, honey, and the man that she married, that she didn't know she married. People are saying that Beyonce allegedly I might even finance a movie because they say this here is definitely a movie about this girl. They say people are very nosy. And they love, honey, a good story. Miss Tisa Risa, or Risa Tisa definitely got that story. Now, the deal is, now, she's talking about, you know, a, a 50-part summary, y'all. You know, she, she, sought, she just wanted love, Ricky, honey. They said she was desperate, y'all, to find a husband. And, you know, she met this guy back in 2020, y'all, during COVID on a dating app. Now, mind you, they were on two different dating apps. She didn't even know he was on the, on the two apps. And he told her all kind of lies and stuff. You know, she said she wanted to be with this man. She uh, she got pregnant for the man. She had a miscarriage, honey. She wanted to get a beautiful home in the um, Atlanta area. She said, but they, um, you know, couldn't get out because he had no money. You know, he told her he had money. He told her he worked for different companies and what have you and stuff. He didn't work. What? He lied. He lied about his finances. And he, but the sad thing about it, Ricky, they say he just couldn't show all of his bank accounts. She wanted to know well, where your bank accounts at, baby, so we could get this money and get us a, a cash out. And they say he couldn't show the bank accounts or whatever, y'all. But she went on ahead and married this man anyway, y'all, in January, y'all. They said, honey, it was all kind of fake phone calls on with his brothers and people and stuff. And, and it, it was it's just amazing. People are saying women got to stop being desperate, but it's not so much really of a desperation because she lives in the Atlanta area and you're, there definitely is a shortage in men. So you got to kind of take what you could get, honey, from the pick of the litter. And she just found this one here, honey, and she got with him, honey. He just lied so much. He said he had all kind of family members. It was just a mess, honey. And it's 50 series. And people are following this here, honey. And it, it, it's just, it, it's a mess. Some of our colleagues follow the doggone story and talk about it. So, I mean, y'all, who talking? Brad, Brad have stuff. you been watching it? Hell no. It's, how, many, how many segments is it? 52. Beyonce says 52. 52. Ain't nobody got time to watch all I that. Can, I, I, I got a child. I ain't got time. 
Yes. Each episode is 10 minutes. Father God. Yes, Lord, honey. I mean, he gave, and the thing about it is, so Ricky was, she didn't realize, but she started talking about all these red flags. He only gave her two different social security um, numbers. I mean, can't you have two social security numbers? Isn't is that the, the law? I don't think you should, or you're supposed to. You know, and she did research, and she found out, honey, that he lied about where he lived and stuff. But come to find out, once they got together, they stayed together for a little while. But then when she finally broke up with him, he ended up homeless, y'all. He was living in his car, and he got arrested, Ricky. Why would they arrest that man for living in his car, you know, if, if she was no longer with him or what have you? I mean, that's a sad situation, though, honey. But nevertheless, honey, I mean, everybody deserves love, and that's the way she wanted to be loved, honey, you know? Rita Brent, have you watched it? Yeah, I actually caught a couple episodes yesterday. And Was she it interesting? In the car. Yeah, she's just in the car talking about this guy. Like it feels like suspense. She need a lifetime contract right now. That's a. This is gonna be a good lifetime series. <laughs> yes, and she used to work for the um the um the, the troopers. She was a, a trooper. I think she used to work for the troopers and everything. But he, she should have consulted with some of her colleagues. These men, you work around all these men. These men could have told her about all these red flags about um legion and all that stuff. But I guess she just really wanted a man, honey. And you know, in the words of Stacey Lattisaw, she found love on a two-way street, Ricky, Damn. and lost it on a lonely highway. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said she purposely ignored the red flags. Like, she just, she her biological clock was ticking, and she just, she wanted a man. She met him on the dating app. Okay. And when he, she had the flat tire, he bought her a tire, and that's when she, like, fell in love with him because so, he oh saved the day. So she got what she signed up for. Exactly. She, a grown, yep. she a grown adult. Thank you. She got what she signed up. She I willfully ignored the red flags. Okay, so I don't feel sorry for you then. That's but, episode one. She said I ignored the red flags. Yeah, but he did send pictures of because they were mm-hmm. on the dating app, but he did send some pictures of himself, and she prayed to God that those pictures looked like him in real life and she said when she saw him in real life she could have melted because he looked just like the pictures okay. so he just really did something for us. so if, if you meet somebody you know like so do you feel sorry for somebody who says i willfully ignored the red flags well yeah because when you're in love um especially you gotta understand that she's in atlanta it's such a shortage so well, when she should have started off being a side piece and waited for her promotion and see if it comes. <laughs> <laughs> they they moved in together within a month of within knowing month, each other. Yeah, that was physical so, attraction right there. So that's was. on you. Who no, moved somebody in after a month? I, first of all, honey, relationships is OJT any damn way. On the job training. So come on, you want to meet me today? Come <laughs> on in then. So okay. there you have OJT. Then, nah. you get, then you get what you got then. No, nah, so honey, so I ain't mad at Teresa Carissa. But honey, she did what she had to do. And now what? you know she's talking about it. So, you know. And he in jail? Well, he was, um, and he probably out right now. They probably bailed him out because they found him in his car. But, you know, nevertheless, honey. Did they tow the car? They probably t- they told the car, I'm sure, though, honey. But oh she, she, they told it. But, you know, but she, she did but what she, she had to do, honey. Is she not saying his identity? Because what if he do this she to called somebody him else if you don't know what he looked like? Yeah, so, but they say it's out on TikTok and stuff, you know. So, I mean, it, it, I, I just feel bad for her because I know how she feels, honey, especially in this day and time, especially in the city of Atlanta. Ladies, where, you, you got to do your homework. Well, she did her homework. She saw him on social media. She that ain't no damn him. homework, Gary. Oh, that ain't homework? You see somebody on social media. Are you crazy? <laughs> well, I mean, well, Ricky, that's why y'all meet people. Not nobody meet nobody on no damn uh, social media. 
Well, I, I wish you would meet somebody on TikTok and then they moving in with me a month later. You crazy? Well, hey, you know, Black Planet. I mean, now. Like I just said, honey, on the job training, honey. If you don't like them, honey, well, just send them on their way, honey. Now, so I did move like in a chick from MySpace a long time ago, but that's not that. That's the same Black thing. Now nah, that's the same thing, honey. Yeah, that's that wasn't the internet, internet, MySpace, and our Dallas peeps. I dated a chick off of that. No, you went back. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rob. <laughs> They did to bring Dallas Peeps back. That was that yeah. was my damn. I was addicted to Dallas Peeps, boy. Let me yeah. tell you, what, Dallas Peeps had that fire. You heard me? They had that two one four and that eight one seven. You heard me? On fire. On my mama. Yo, mama. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Oh, y'all give it up for Gary with the T. Yeah! Hey, Gary, that's where I met old girl that from Dallas Peeps. Oh, I remember your Dallas Peep days, brother. <laughs> I remember. I think I still got my Dallas Peeps account, dog. <laughs> Do they still got it up running? Yeah, we got we to tell Rob and Ron to reboot Man, they that bad put boy. put that back up. I swear to God. That was a good old day. I swear to honey. God. Boy, my country ass moved to Dallas, Texas. I ain't never... Ever, mm. oh my God! Oh my mom, father! Uh, boy, boy, remember we went to uh, Josh Howard pool party? Yes, sir. You, you left Gary, home. Gary, you remember my first? We went on a <laughs> damn double tell. date. Yeah. Right, gonna, right, gonna take me on a double date to Josh mm-hmm. Howard. He played basketball for the Dallas Mavericks. We went to a pool party, Josh Howard pool party. So me and Right T, we go on a double date. Man, ain't never seen no chicks look like that. Yeah, you said that too. You oh I said, God. where we at? <laughs> <laughs> I told that chick Rati set me up with I said I'll be right back <laughs> and Never seen him since Hey Gary That's where I met Danielle at. Uh, Oh Take one for the team On that one <laughs> Rati yeah. was with two chicks That night He was with oh, two And I was with two <laughs> <laughs> Yes honey Dallas Peace baby Oh man Alright y'all Listen uh, Y'all give it up again With the team one more time We appreciate that team the glory today whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Rick and Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. It has been reported that sex crimes against children should be punishable by death under a new bill that Idaho House Republican legislators uh, passed last week. Uh, this new bill is known as House Bill 515, which would allow for the death penalty in cases of lewd conduct with children under the age 12 with aggravating circumstances. And y'all call me at 866-9-RICKY-866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. I want to know your thoughts, right, Brett? Yes, and according to Representative Bruce Skog, uh, the death penalty would be reserved for the most heinous cases, such as repeat offenders. He explained that there's a deep, dark, dark side in our culture, and it's our job to protect the children. There are times when things are so wicked that ultimate punishment is appropriate. Yes, and the Idaho House passed the bill on a 57 to 11 vote with most in favor of the bill, but some representatives expressed their disagreements with the bill. Some representatives argue that they could not vote in favor of a bill that is unconstitutional, while some said money could be better spent in other areas. However, the bottom line for supporters of the bill is that victims forever have to live in fear of the release of their perpetrators, and many of the perpetrators are repeat criminals of this type of crime, so it is worth the fight to give them the 
the death penalty. So uh, here at the Rick's Bottom Morning Show, um, obviously we do not support sex offenders, especially not ones that target children. And me personally, I don't uh, care about messing with, with senior citizens either. Um, but we want to know, is this bill something that you would support and, and you know, would want to happen in your state? Uh, what, what are your thoughts, uh, Special K? I don't have a problem with it, to be honest. I mean, because they say that sex offenders, uh, particularly pedophiles, can't be rehabilitated. So if you do something like that uh, time and time again, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. Brad, what are your thoughts? Kill them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Gary? Well, it's kind of, I don't know, it's iffy. No, you definitely want to support it, but then, you know, Special K just said that um, perpetrators can be re- rehabilitated. You said can they can't. They, be, they can't no. be rehabilitated. Psychologists have said that pedophiles, people who have that 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 thing that makes them want to go after kids, mm-hmm. that they can't be rehabilitated. That because they, somebody did it to them. That's disgusting. Yeah, and if you have a if you have a sickness like that, you're talking about people who mess with toddlers and babies. And, no, yeah, that's uh-huh. sick. No, you got to get up out of here. Right. Yeah, Rita, what are your thoughts? I say protect the victim. Uh, so this, this part about having to live in fear out of, of the release of your perpetrators, that really hit me because you let them out and you run into them and then you're re-traumatized all over again. So I think this should be a conversation with the victims, you know, let them help decide what should happen to them or right. their parents, you know, their caregivers. Right. Get at me. Uh, 866-9-RICKY. Do we have any calls? Uh, uh, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. EY, I, 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 uh, and then you know uh, we can also talk about people taking uh, taking advantage, and uh, we have to protect senior citizens also. Because two things I can't stand is somebody doing something to a child mm-hmm. or a senior citizen. Those are two, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that you can't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anybody that that does harm or cause bodily harm. I mean, these kids out here murdering senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Somebody in their seventies and eighties getting killed and uh, uh, being robbed and killed. I can't tell you how many episodes of First Forty Eight when I see somebody go in there and kill and murder a senior citizen after robbing them or sexual assaulting a senior citizen. Not only just children, senior citizens also, or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It, you know, being a gunshot victim myself, it seems as if the laws uh, protect more of the uh the people that commit the crimes than it does the victims because we got to walk around here with and the person that shot you got get to walk around in the same space and i'll never forget <clears throat> you know back when i got shot when i went to court uh they had that guy on for attempted murder and i just i'm not looking what i'm doing i hop on the elevator he's standing over there on the Ooh. other side i'm not i'm not lying brett that's crazy brett i'm not lying that's He's crazy. standing on the other side Jesus. of the elevator. We coincidentally got on the elevator together, going wow. up to the courtroom with the guy that mm-hmm. that shot me with a from point blank range with a sawed off twelve gauge. Oh, that was your chance <clears> to <throat> get his ass back right now. Uh, that, that that damn that damn jury. Uh, uh, Oof. That 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 damn jury. Oh, that that jury and and I, and I'm looking at them and the, the looks on their face. These black folks sitting on the jury, they had a look on their face Ooh. that was in disgust because that was like in '95. I had just did Deaf Comedy Jam. I'm just talking. I'm, I'm not saying it to make it about me. I'm just talking about being a victim 
and they ain't mm. got to walk around because that guy that shot me was from my community. He was mm. in my sister's, my younger sister's class in elementary school. Mm. Wow. And I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You got to walk around and it just does something to your mental. So just imagine yeah. somebody that uh, sexually assaulted a kid uh, running to them years later, even if, if, mm. if, if, if uh, in their adulthood, they got to relive that trauma. No justice for them. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go to the phones. Good morning. No, Rodney Willie from Clear High. And no, I believe they should have been killing them. <laughs> Giving them death penalty. My name is Irene, and I'm calling from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And no, I don't think the death penalty is too extreme. I have been sexually molested, and mm. by death is how God tells us. One of them is physically dead, and the other one is mentally dead, and they both deserve it. So, no, I don't think so. No, this is a. Uh... Chris, I'm Colin. I'm out of Texas, East Texas. No, I don't think it's uh, too heinous in any way. I think they should. I'm tired of seeing these child molesters get off and get probation, and then you get these drug dealers or anybody who's doing anything of that nature almost 99 to life. Uh, it's unfair. Do y'all know that one in five girls and one in 20 boys is a victim of child sexual abuse? Did y'all know that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm telling y'all, man, one day I would like to have a conversation. Uh, Beyonce, we'll put this show together on, on some ways to protect mm-hmm. your kids. Because, uh, boy, when I tell you, I, I done put my daughters on notice from, from a baby. They're, they're walking between men's legs, hugging them, mm-hmm. and, and and all that that, that stuff. And, teaching and your how to, sons as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Your sons as well have to, have to be put on notice. Oh my God! It's uh, a lot of predators out there. Uh-huh. Absolutely, so much and it's to cover. People you know in your Absolutely. family. Sometimes it's right. not always outsiders. It's folks in the house with you. Yeah. So uh, we got to break some of these generational curses. That's for sure. We're going to be talking about it. It's Rick's Mind the Morning Show. All right, Rick's Mind the Morning Show. Hey, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? What up? What up? What up? Good to be with y'all this morning. I got three things for you, and the first is, uh, man. I, I just I'm I'm amazed at um, the idiots that are allowed to hold public office, but there are a lot of them, and one of them is um, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. He is running for governor in North Carolina, and he says, as a black man, that black people owe reparations. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, is he running on the Republican ticket? Like, you you can't, of course he is. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, man. Donald Trump said, Donald Trump once compared him to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. (laughs) (laughs) So, this guy, this guy, and the only reason I'm talking about him is because he is running for governor and he is the lieutenant governor. And so, like, he has a chance of winning. Um, and so we need to be clear about who he is and, and, and educate as many people as possible about why he does not need to be there. Um, but, but he says, um, and I quote, if you want to tell the truth about it, it is you black people who owes, um, (laughs) why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took strikes for you after those fields were ended and slavery was ended. Somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Somebody lived less than, than let lived less, um, than because they didn't have what you had. Um, and they did it for you. There are people in their graves right now, and they are there because they were willing to stand up and fight for you. And this is the reason why we can't stop educating people. Um, That's crazy. This, 
I mean, the, 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 even, even Republicans who are legitimate and admitted racist understand that black people have fought in every war that the United States has ever been in. Um, so, so we fought for ourselves as much as we fought for this country. Um, we fought to ensure the things that we needed. We challenged people to ensure that they did right by us or at least medium by us. Um, and so this, this guy is, is such a part of the problem um, because I don't, I don't care what your ideological leanings are. I just care when you lie. So be, be whatever you want to be. Represent the policies that you think make the most sense for you. But the moment that you start lying um, is when I have a problem. We, we can debate history rooted in fact, and we can say what we think uh, was beneficial or not. But when you begin to lie as if black people have been sitting, the, the biggest problem you are with, with DEI has always been that it has been labeled as charity. And I don't know any black people that want charity. I, I actually don't know any black people that are comfortable with charity. I know black people that want to, 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 to have their value acknowledged and do business with them, to be seen as human beings and be treated su as such. And so this, this, um, this lieutenant governor, uh, again, who is running for governor in North Carolina, Mark, Mark Robinson, um, is, is, is just lying about who we are and lying about what we deserve or do not deserve. I frankly don't believe that we will get to a place where reparations will happen in America, and I just think it's a political thing whether we deserve it or not. But I'm damn sure not going to sit by and allow somebody to tell us that other people um, are the reason we are where we are without our contribution, our blood, our tears, our energy, our vision, and our sacrifice that just is not going to happen on my watch um and so just just pay attention to this guy um because again he is a lieutenant governor and he's running for governor which means he can be governor and have unbelievable power to spend dollars to pass laws um and to impact the lives of 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 our brothers and sisters all throughout the state of north carolina um i want to give a big shout out to to texas christian university uh, i had a great time with them this week um and all those that are championing dei there thank you to all the students that were involved uh and the students i had a conversation with it was just fantastic and rick man i i know that you uh like i love Apion crockett Oh, absolutely. And if you all have not seen it, um, this brother just put out a trailer for a hip hop story where he is playing Russell Simmons, he is playing Jay Z, he is playing um, um, Dr. Cornell West. Um, it is literally going to be in theater. So check out my IG at Jess Nation. Um, I want to make sure we support this brother. He is one of the brilliant comics out there, but he is also just an unbelievable brother that shows up for our community. Um, I know it's not showing everywhere, so it's not all over the country, but 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 check out my uh, IG, go to AMC Theaters. Let's support this brother and the work that he's doing, because um, whether you love his comedy or not, even when you're not watching, um, he is doing everything he can to service our serve our community. And oh, I man, he, uh, Avion is one of the greatest. That's, that's like my little oh, bro man. right there, North Carolina's own Avion Crockett. You Have better you believe it. No, I haven't seen you it. You got to see the trailer, Rick. It is yeah. absolutely nuts. I, I would definitely um, be watching it. 
So check that out. And and so you all next week in the last week of um, Black History Month, I want to talk about um, those making history today in the area of financial services. Check out a company called Solo Fund. They are currently the largest black fintech company in the country. Uh, and I want to talk about how we need to change how we show up in the financial services sector and the people making history there. Y'all hit me at Jeff's Nation on IG. Love y'all. Have a fantastic Thursday. And I'll yes, check sir. you out next week. All right, y'all. Reach my the morning show. I want y'all to give it up and show your love right now for Keisha Cole. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, how have you been? Hey, hey, miss you, friend. How you been? I miss you too. I've been pretty good. I can't complain. Nah, nobody's listening. If I did anyway, I just keep it going. No. First of all, did anybody hit you up yesterday? We were talking about your song. A couple people hit me up. A couple people. <laughs> My cousin said, "What is Ricky talking about?" And then somebody else said, "I was like, although I missed it. I missed it." When I tell you we had so much fun with that, I'm talking about the first words, talking about setting your clothes on fire. Everybody in the studio was like, wait a minute, she got right. Tell us how you really feel. She got right to the point. <laughs> straight, yeah, straight to the point. You know, no love lost when it ain't no love there. You know what I mean? So I really did uh, enjoy recording that song. Um, and I think it's it's really, you know, it's, I mean, it's a powerful record, for real. Like, you know, just knowing what you want and knowing what you don't want. So so when you came up with the concept, did you just pop in your head, I'm going to start the song off like this. This is going to be my, I got to you know, get my point across. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't write this record. So I um, wouldn't really typically come across that way because that's just not... You know, I've learned from my mistakes, my past mistakes, but I, I did feel it. I've been there before. I know what that feels like. You know, I know that feeling. So, 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 so it hit me. It hit me hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, Keisha, we listened to it, honey. When it, we heard, we, everybody looked around the room like, did she say that? And honey, we just laughed and we loved it. It's, it. it's a cute song. But my thing is, Keisha, what is the craziest thing you've ever done after a breakup? Oh, hey, Gary. Hey, hey Gary. boo. Hey, Keisha. I should have known it was you. I should have <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, the craziest thing I did after a breakup. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I'm I'm, I'm headlining my own tour right now. That that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as far as like something physically and everything, no, no, no. You know that's pretty much during the midst of the breakup. You know, but after the breakup, you know what I'm saying? Like we get it together, we get stronger, we get wiser, we rebuild. You know what I mean? So that's yep. what, that's where I'm at now. You know. And for everybody that don't know, uh, that didn't hear the show yesterday, uh, uh, listen to this clip right here. Here we go. I should have burned all your clothes. <laughs> Rita! What you say, Rita? Get it, Rita! This is what y'all doing up there without me. This is not right. <laughs> Wait a minute, Rita. What, what, how'd you say it, Rita? What you... I should have burned all your clothes. I love it. <laughs> You should have poisoned your grease. You should have kept going. I am not. Wait a minute, kid. Wait a minute, Rita. Did you say I should have poisoned your greens? Grits. 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 Grits.
Get real. Up. It's like giving it's giving that waiting to exhale moment. You know, when yeah. you set that car yes. on fire, walk and, away from it like this. And then Keisha yesterday's special case start uh, naming apartment complex that's gonna be going up in flames. <laughs> I don't do that because I just seen that in Atlanta. Y'all don't need no more of that. No, 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 it's a bad deal. It's a bad idea. That's how the highway got burned down down here. <laughs> Some woman burned up, somebody closed up under the bridge. Oh my Homeless God. chick that fell out with her dude. That anger, that anger be hit. Well, you made you made our whole we made our whole day yesterday. Let us know about uh, about your tour dates and how everybody can follow you on social media. Oh yeah, um, Keisha Cole at K E Y S H I A C O L E. But um, yeah, I'll be I'll be out back in um, Atlanta on Saturday. I'm in um, North Carolina, uh, Greensboro to, tonight. Hey, we are uh, so proud of you. And I gave you a shout-out on, on the last comedy special that I taped. You're going to laugh your butt off. You actually seen me do it before at the Improv and, uh, when we was all hanging out in Cleveland back in the day. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my wig, he was like, oh, you a good friend fixing that wig. I was like, oh, my God. That was so cute. Hey, yeah. congratulations. You know we love you. And uh, congratulations on the Love Hard Tour. Listen, we are so excited for you. Y'all give it up and show your love right now for the one and only, the legendary Keisha Cole. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys too. All right, we love you. More Rick and Smile the Morning Show you. coming up. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Y'all got your front page right here. Mar- oh, I'm going to say Maria. Sitting in for Maria, we got the one and only, the hilarious Comedian extraordinaire Rita Brent. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, everybody. Rita Good Brent morning. here, filling in for Maria. And here are the front page headlines. AT&T's network suffered a widespread outage across the country this morning with cellular service and internet down, according to the tracking site Down Detector and a lot of people on Facebook. Some Verizon and T-Mobile customers also reported outages through theirs, though theirs appeared to be less widespread than AT&T. Most issues were reported in Houston, Miami, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta. It's not clear what triggered the service disruption, but AT&T acknowledged the issue this morning, saying, we are working urgently to restore service to the people. We encourage the use of Wi-Fi calling until service is restored. I think Cricket Wireless and Metro PCS, they good. I ain't, I ain't heard them singing. So. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the hood is talking, baby. Cricket. Yeah. Yeah, the hood is talking, talking good. <laughs> Say what, Kay? Say the hood talking. All y'all, all y'all big, high, good credit score people. Quiet this morning. <laughs> okay. Hood is oh God, talking. my phone's still working, bro. Oh, God. All right. Uh, in other news, a man in Flint, Michigan, has become the first person to be charged under the state's new safe firearm storage law after his two-year-old daughter shot herself in the head with his gun, leaving her in critical condition, prosecutors said. The incident happened the day after the firearm storage law went into effect, requiring gun owners to store firearms unloaded and secured with a locking device or stored in a lockbox if a minor leaves or is likely to visit their property. I, I think this is huge, Ricky. Like, I, I'm a gun owner. When I have children at the house, you know, I, I put them up and, you know, gun gun safety is just as important as owning a gun. What do you think? Yeah, I absolutely put them up and then uh, uh, take that clip out, too. 
take keep them in two separate places. Oh, like, like that's I, what I do. Yeah, take that clip completely out. Make sure ain't nothing in the chamber. Put them in two separate places, uh, or whatever you know, because uh, they that freak accidents happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids get curious. They ramble, as my grandma would say, go through stuff, touch stuff, or whatever you know. But what my granddaddy did, Rita, he showed me where the gun was and dared me to go in that particular drawer. That's where he kept yeah. his gun and he kept that big bag of M&M's. Don't, t- don't go in that drawer unless he tell you. Like that, this one particular drawer, your granny and grandparents tell you not to go in. You know it's there. And uh, you know not to go in that damn drawer. I was terrified. So, uh, Also, you know, that's a conversation with a kid. Do not go in this drawer, but I don't care what. And they won't do it. They won't do it. Right. Well, hope that little girl continues to get better. I'm Rita Brent. Those are your headlines this morning. Rock T, what you got? What up, Rita? You know what I'm saying? We know that college football playoffs will be expanding to 12 teams starting next year, uh, 2025. They are already discussing a possible 14-team playoff in 2026. Personally, I don't think this is going to happen, but it's kind of cool that they're having these bigger uh, discussions. Don't be surprised, man, five years from now that the college football playoffs is up to about 24 teams. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a money grab, too. Former Alabama football coach Nick Saban, he recently retired, but wants to remain a strategic voice in college football. I will be dedicated to college football and the future of college football and trying to make um, that sport, whether they're revenue producing or not, because I think they all create opportunities for lots of people. I'm going to be um, an advocate for trying to make the game as good as it can be. Yeah, he's insinuating, you know, trying to clean up the whole transfer portal and NIL and all that kind of good stuff. So we'll we'll see what happens, man. Former NFL running back Adrian Peterson wants to clear up the rumors that he is not broke and is mad that some of his prized possessions are being sold without his permission on the Internet. I did not authorize the sale of any of my trophies and I will be taking legal action. Trusting this company without supervision was my mistake. We allowed them to go into several of our storage units with clear instructions. They clearly did something unlawful. I want to emphasize that I am financially financially stable. It would never sell off my hard-earned trophies. So obviously, all his stuff is being sold. All of his awards and trophies and everything he's ever that received. That is absolutely sick. It's yeah. being sold without his permission. Wow, I hate that. Yeah. I hate that, and I hope he get his stuff back. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So, it's my quick sports report right there. Brigitte Tag got the hot spot right now. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, and Damn, that's hot. Woo. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, John Ricks, I'm on the morning show. Time for the hot spot. What up, Brett? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wendy Williams' family opened up in an interview yesterday about her shocking and heartbreaking struggles over the last three years. This comes just ahead of the premiere of the new documentary, documentary Where is Wendy Williams, this Saturday. Uh, we've all seen images over the last few months and really few years of what has seemed to be a spiral for... Uh, for my aunt when for my aunt Williams niece Alex Finney said 
uh, it was shocking and heartbreaking to see her in this state. The Lifetime documentary crew began filming in 2022 as Williams prepared her comeback in Hollywood. They stopped filming in April of 2023 when she entered the facility to seek treatment for cognitive issues. Uh, she's still in the facility today, and her family told the outlet that only a court-appointed legal guardian has access to her. The people who love her cannot see her, Williams' sister Wanda added. I think the big question is, how the hell did we get here? So, mm. uh, well, we all love Wendy, and we just hope she gets better. And we we gonna yeah. Keep her I in really our miss prayers. her show, Gary. I know Gary. Oh, I know you. Did. That was that's what you did when we got off the air. You oh, went straight yes. to that TV. Straight to, mm-hmm. honey. I miss Wendy, honey. But hope I hope she get well, though. But it's it's a sad situation. Oh, man, that's sad. Well, y'all, moving on. Michael Jackson's former bodyguard says an accident was the real reason behind his nose surgery. Mike Fides, who worked with the star for more than a decade, explained that Jackson had always been teased about the sides of his nose, but underwent his first rhinoplasty procedure in 1979. However, it wasn't the teasing that actually prompted him to undergo uh, the routine, but rather an injury he suffered at the age of 21 as a result of his unbelievably uh, training routine. In a snippet in the interview he shared on TikTok, Matt said that Jackson used to get teased by his family a lot for the size of his nose. He used to say his dad used to be the main one. You didn't get that from me. You got that from your mom. You didn't get that from my side of the family, and it hurt him a lot. Wow. But that wasn't the only reason, Matt continued. Michael used to dance about three hours a day on average. At one stage, he was doing 50 spins in a row, and he fell over and broke his nose. He saw it as a perfect opportunity while he was under the anesthetic to get a smaller nose. Referring to the rumors that Jackson had undergone multiple plastic surgery procedures throughout his life, Fides noted that he never spoke to the singer about that in detail, but conceded that it was clear to everyone that he did have some work done. So, you know, I, well, I want everybody to leave Michael Jackson alone. He's not here. We love him. He's an icon, and and that's that. Whatever he did to his nose, it's all done, been done, and whatever. We well, I wish ch- Gary go do something about his you toucan Sam having follow my nose, having looking Arsenio <laughs> Hall looking. Well, wish you go do something because we have to sit up and look at that every morning. Well, I will confess, I would love to get some of this fat out of my back too, honey. While I'm getting my nose done, because honey, I real, I look yeah, that at back this fat. morning. Oh, yeah, Jesus. you walk around looking like a stingray. Big, you bet. Old cobra. <laughs> 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 <laughs>